hello. Welcome to Healthy Perspectives, a podcast that takes on current cultural and social issues through a clinical lens. Here we are again, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. We know that your time is valuable. And today we are going to get right after our family uh, part four. So we're going to look at family again. Uh, today I've got, for those of you who are watching on Rumble or YouTube, I've got some uh, some video slides I'll show you. Uh, years, many, many years ago, I put together a a a couple of presentations uh, when I was teaching goal setting. And today we're going to teach some goal setting. So I'll, I'll use some old material that I had and hopefully it won't bore you to death. Uh, but today we're going to take a look. Remember, we're building. We're building off of some principles. We're building off of some different categories that we've looked at when we looked at the 40 developmental assets and we looked at like transitioning you know, from one environment to another and stuff like that. And today we're going to add Add on the goal setting stuff because look, families have to set goals. Otherwise, your kids leave the house. Think about this, adults. Uh, if you're a parent out there, when your kids leave the home, if they don't know that you expect them to come back at Thanksgiving, then what happens? You know, they're, you know, they're well, they should just know that. No, you got to tell them. You, if you don't tell them that, hey, it's our family goal to get together once every two years for a family reunion, nobody knows. If you don't state these things, they aren't happening. And then when you're disappointed because you have an expectation or a goal of your own and it's going unmet, then you get frustrated and then you, you know, and this is how families fall apart. Because, you know, oh, your daughter meets a boy and now your daughter's going to the boy's home or the boys go to your daughter's home or like, you know, now all of a sudden we got extra company and like there's these weird little things matter. So today we're going to look at goals and I teach a process called SMART goals. Now, for those of you who are following along, you're going to get an opportunity here to, to see what it means, because I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to stick it up on there so that you can see it, all right? Uh, smart goals. What that means is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. That's why we call them smart goals, because if, look, it's not that using a different model isn't smart. This is just a good acronym to help you learn it. So you're, you're not stupid if you're using something else. This is just a way to remember smart, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound. Now we're going to go to specific. <clears throat> For those of you who are able to see this, you read right along, needs to provide enough detail that someone else could read it and know exactly what you want to accomplish. Exactly. If it's not specific enough, they won't know. So I'll give you an example. When we do some long-term goal setting, and I'll get to that here in a few. When we do long-term goal setting, what we are going to do is more abstract. So we have to come up with ways to creatively make it specific enough 
but abstract. It could be like, uh, I, I want, you know, in five years, I want our family to, uh, to, to have established, uh, you know, an annual outing, a uh, vacation of sorts. Right. So I've got the next five years to get that into place, you know, and then, and then we're going to break that down and do short term, but it doesn't say specifically where we're going, how much we're going to spend, all of that kind of stuff. So is it specific enough? Yes. Is it still abstract? Yes. Cause it's long term. The short term ones should be much less abstract. All right. Measurable. The ability to judge progress and completion of the goal with regard to time. We have to be able to look at it and say, did I get from point A to point B and accomplish the goal? Was it measurable? If it's not measurable, you're not going to be able to know. You're going to be guessing. We don't want guessing in goal setting. All right. Attainable. The completion of the goal is possible within the time frame you desire. It's possible. So if I say I want to go to space tomorrow, but I have no background, I have no training, I have no money, can I meet that goal tomorrow? No, that's not attainable. Now, I could change it and say 20 years from now, I want to land on the moon. Is that attainable? It's possible. It's possible. I've given myself enough time to figure out all the logistics, all the costs, all the, you know, everything to, to, to find out if I can reasonably even do that with my own physical uh, aptitude or physical uh, limitations. So attainable completion of the goal is possible within the time frame you desire. Is it realistic? That means I possess the skills to go to the, go, go to space, the knowledge to go to space and complete this goal. If I don't have the skills or the knowledge and there's no way for me to reasonably attain them, it's not realistic. And the roadblocks that may come in the way can be conquered. If there's going to be certain road, like the money thing for going to space, maybe going to space is a realistic option in every way, but I cannot ever afford it because there's just no way for me in the next 20 years to make the money that I would need to go to space. It costs a lot of money to go to space. Now, sometimes we think things may not be realistic. And so we're like, it's my pie in the sky. Maybe someday. That's not really a goal. It's a dream. It's an aspiration, but it's not a goal. And is it okay to have those? Sure. But don't mistake them for goals. You're not working toward that per se. You're working towards other things that could create that as an opportunity. Maybe, right? Go to college to make a good living and then find out that you are really, really good at college and holy smokes, you could get your doctorate, your PhD, your whatever. And all of a sudden some doors opened up that you didn't expect. That's okay. You reach your goal. And in the event that you reach a goal, what are you supposed to do anyway? Set a new one. Time bound. There are progress checkpoints. So time bound means 
there is an end date. I want to go to space in 20 years. Then I set small goals to achieve that. For many of you, this is probably redundant. All right. Uh, but that's okay. I don't mind being redundant because it doesn't hurt. Look, the, the truth of the matter is when it comes to goal setting, one of the most common things for people who are happy, healthy, and successful is goal setting. They all set goals, but they don't set them in their head. They write them down. And for many people, they rewrite them every year or two or three or whatever. Pretty routinely, they rewrite them. Because if I've achieved them, I need to set new ones. If I haven't achieved them, I need to assess whether it's something I really want to achieve or not. If it's something I really want to achieve, but I missed my timeline, I rewrite the goal. I give myself a more realistic timeline at that point. That's what we do. Okay. Uh, the The next thing I want to go over is, uh, is what we call, hold on a second, the obstacles. I want to highlight the obstacles. Why? Because obstacles or roadblocks, they matter. All right. So once we have a goal completion date, we have to reasonably predict the roadblocks that we might encounter. Reasonably predict. If we don't do that ahead of time, folks, when we encounter them, we can get overwhelmed, unmotivated, disappointed, upset, and we could stop our progress. So if going to space is going to be uh, something that I want to try to do, let's say, I'm going to go in there and say, well, what roadblocks would there be? A physical. I got to pass a physical. So maybe early on in the process, I'm going to go take the physical to find out if this is even an option. Maybe it's going to rule me out. Maybe it remains an option. I've overcome one possible roadblock. Uh, I may I may go, money's another. So if within the first uh, two years, I'm not able to make $20,000 toward the trip, then maybe 20 years isn't going to be realistic, right? Because I would expect that my money would be exponentially bigger as I went to the point that, so I don't need to make it all up front, but I got I to gotta put a good chunk a good chunk aside to know that one, it really truly matters to me. If I, if I see other things in my world, I'm like, well, I really want that. And I have the money, but I'm saving the money for this thing. And I, I weigh it and I go, "Mm, well, maybe going to space is not all that important. I might be my, my own roadblock in that kind of situation. My decisiveness might be. So we got to look at, those roadblocks that are reasonably predictable. We cannot predict them all. So you don't have to try to predict them all. Just try to predict the ones that are obvious, the big ones. So that could be money. That could be time. That could be uh, physical aptitude, mental aptitude. Uh, it could be limitations. So sometimes people are like, I want to get my PhD or my, my doctorate in something. And then they look at their life and they go, well, I have four kids under the age of five. I 
I'm not sure that now is really the right time to set that goal. Maybe it is. Maybe you're that person. You're just the one who can do that. But you got to look at those roadblocks. It's weird to think of the family being a roadblock, but in certain circumstances, even though it's the best blessing on the planet, it can be a roadblock to certain things. I'll give you an example. I haven't had a four-wheeler since before my kids were born. I made different decisions. Do I want a four-wheeler? Of course I do. If you got one out there and you want to donate it, we'll take it. (laughs) Hopefully you're laughing because that was supposed to be funny. All right. But it's a roadblock. My family is a roadblock for that. It's a roadblock that I don't care about. I will take my family hands down over a four-wheeler any day of the week. And I have for many years now. And I wouldn't trade that. I'm not trading my family so I can get four-wheelers. By the way, some people out there, they do that stuff. That's not a family-oriented individual. Just putting that out there. All right, so once we've identified a bunch of roadblocks, we also want to identify certain milestones where we can establish rewards. For instance, if I want to save a lot of money but I don't want to be so consumed that it's a, that it's, that I can't live my life on a daily basis, maybe with my family. What I'm going to be doing is saying, okay, at one year, if I've saved this much, then I'm going to allow myself an opportunity to splurge, to, uh, to, to spend on a particular thing. Maybe I'm going to get a tattoo, right? you know, of a spaceship, right? I don't know, but you get the idea. You want to set these little milestones uh, where you can do rewards along the way. But remember, goal completion ought to be the big reward. The resources, you definitely want to take a look at your resources. The resources that you have, if you don't make your goals known, if you don't make them known, folks, it's not a goal. It's not a goal. You have to make your goals known. Once you write a goal, you share your goals. It's a lot like doing a bucket list. You get a bucket list. If you don't share it, it's not really a bucket list. People need to know because people will help you on your journey, but not if they don't know. I'll give you a great example. I had uh, this, uh, uh, this friend. His name is Jesus. And I had on my bucket list, much like a goal chart, right? It's it's similar. It's more pie in the sky. So it's not necessarily things that I, I feel like I have to do, but I do want to do these things. And so what I do is I, I, I share that list from time to time with people. Well, I happen to share with my buddy, Jesus. Jesus, uh, I was I was working with him. And yeah, I, I, at first I didn't really know a lot about the guy, uh, but I shared with him that one of my goals, one of my my bucket list items, was to be in a stage play. And he was like, "Oh, well," because he was the theater teacher in this place that I was working, and and he's like, "Oh, okay, well that's cool." I mean, and I th- I thought nothing of it. Right. Because I I shared it with him because it was a way to connect. It didn't seem like that big of a deal. And a couple of years later, the guy, the guy says, okay, Jeremiah, 
it's time <laughs> for what jesus he's like i've got a perfect part for you okay and so i start going to these play practices now i i even in school i never did a play right so this was all brand spanking new for me everything about it so i show up and he has us dancing i'm like i don't dance man but there i am dancing and then he has us making funny noises and going through all these things and then eventually he gives us our script and then of course he does what i've learned since then most people do when they're really good uh, at, at what they do in the theater world. He just starts changing stuff up. And then he starts asking, Oh no, is that really in your character? Uh, the, the, the character's character. And I, I don't know. What does that even mean? Hey Zeus. And he's like, well, like you just, you, you're like this and like that. Does that fit? And I'd be like, well, no, well then change it. What would you really say? And then I would just say something and be like, exactly. That's perfect. Or, no that's not it at all try again and you know and so we we'd work through it and then i did a stage play dude dude made he he charged people entry fees for it i was like what i mean it was really cool and everything um i don't think i was that great but i didn't i i don't know i didn't tear it apart it wasn't horrible i guess uh people clapped at the end and they didn't throw tomatoes at me so you know hey you never know that's the point you got to share your goals. In this case, we're talking about the family. You got to share your goals with your family. Make them family goals. Get their buy-in. Say, hey, this is what I'd really like. Yeah, me too. I think that'd be really cool, dad. Great. Okay, then let's do that. That kind of a thing. Okay, let's break it down one more stage. All right. We talked about the 40 developmental assets. We talked about the transition topics. You, when you set goals, you want long-term first. How do I envision my family 40 years from now, 30 years from now, 20 years? And maybe you can't go that far. So you just, your mind just doesn't let you go. So maybe you go 10 years or five years. But long-term, and those are abstract goals. They're specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound, but they're abstract, meaning I can't really tell exactly. They're more visionary than concrete, okay? Then from there, you back up. Each long-term goal should have multiple medium range and short-term goals, Right. If I want to go to space, I've got a money piece. I've got a physical aptitude piece. I've got a social connection piece. I've got these pieces I need to, to address. And so my medium range is going to be those pieces. And then my short term is going to be, well, what can I do on a daily basis? I'm going to dedicate 30 minutes of every single day to achieving my goal of going to space. 30 minutes doing my medium range and my short-term things. And that's going to be things like making contacts. I'm going to, I'm going to friend everybody on Facebook or Twitter or whatever social media platform you like, TikTok, that is related to the possibility of going to space. And I'm just going to, I'm going to make sure they know who I am. 30 minutes a day. 
right? And so you set multiple medium range, multiple short-term goals. The short-term are going to be things you can do on a daily basis for the next three months to six months. The medium range is going to be things that it's going to take you a year to get there. Uh, you know, so the medium range might be, I'm going to make 200 contacts in the space field. Uh, and then the short term is I'm going to spend 30 minutes a day making contacts with people in the space field. And by the end of the year, I should have 200, that kind of a thing. So that's how it works. We have to do medium and short, but they all have to be pointing toward the long-term goal, which by the way, we talked about those 40 transitional topics or the 40 developmental assets and the transitional topics. You would, this is what I would recommend you doing. If you didn't listen to that, go back and listen to it because you need to do that. You got to do priorities first. You got to establish where your strengths and weaknesses are as a family first, and then go in and take a look at the 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 strengths that you have and how you can use them wisely and the weaknesses that you have and how you can use them wisely okay you've got to go back and look where you are weak create some strengths and maybe that means you're going to have to task your spouse hey you know what i'm not very good at this crap so can you do me a favor can you be responsible for this stuff? Because I, if it's up to me, like planning and organizing, somebody's got to plan and organize the annual trip. If that's you, great. But if it's not, find somebody in the family who has the strength and say, could you do the planning and organizing? I'll do the paying or something like that. So you got to work together in that way. I hope that's all making sense. This is the brief outline of goal setting. Remember, the goals should line up with the transition topics or the uh, 40 developmental assets, which should line up with the principles. If they don't all line up, you become incongruent. We don't want that. So make sure they all line up, okay? Otherwise, you're going to create a family you don't want. And with that, I'm going to talk a little bit more about obstacles next week because I am going to talk about the intersection of culture and family. That's going to be a little bit more difficult for me. So I need a little more time to prepare. So with that, I'm going to let you go. Thanks for joining us. I hope this was helpful. Please like, subscribe, all that kind of good stuff. And we will see you later. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate our audience a lot. So we give you some simple ways to track us down. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the podcasts on different platforms. But you can also email us at healthyperspectives at protonmail.com. Or you can check out our website at healthy-perspectives.com slash podcast. It's a backward slash. So if you want to go to our landing page, if you go to healthy dash perspectives.com. You'll still find us. You just got to click on the podcast button. Thank you so much.